This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Phillies Today. I- I'm happy, but I'm also a little disappointed. Uh, look, we-, we got, let's take the positives right here before we get to the show today. Let's just be happy for a second. Trey Turner, huge home run. Ginormous. Uh, I-, I mean, obviously, ginormous for him. We- we- I don't have to explain this. If you're listening to this episode, you- you- 99.9%, I'm sure you know what happened. Trey Turner hits a tying, game tying home run in the ninth to send it to extras and hopefully that's a turnaround for him hopefully it's a turnaround for the team the Phils needed this win my God. it's crazy right because it's not like the team the Phils are one of the worst teams in the league they're not but it's the way things have been going lately and I heard Larry Anderson say this on the broadcast at the end after the game was over boy it's felt like the Phillies have lost like five or six straight games that is not the case the Phillies have not lost five or six straight games. They 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 were coming off, you know, back to back losses against the D-backs. But it felt like more. It felt like they had gotten swept by the Cubs, even though they won the series. It felt like maybe they lost. Well, they did lose the entire series to the Giants. But it's just been such a roller coaster of a season. Their expectations have been all, you know, have been very high, higher than maybe in the past. Coming off the, you know, the the National League title. And boy, that was big. It was big to get a walk-off win in that fashion for Turner to hit that home run, hopefully turn things around. And for hopefully, hopefully, it just felt bigger than it was. I don't know if you, I, I would love to know from you guys, how, how did you feel? Did that win feel bigger than it was? I don't want to overreact. I know we, we do that a lot uh, here at WIP. It's just what we do in sports radio. But boy, it felt bigger than it was. It really did. Um, and Man, hopefully it's a big home run for Trey Turner, but we'll get into all of that. I'll get into the specifics of maybe possibly a Turner turnaround, um, hopefully. So you guys know how, how these shows go when I'm on here. Uh, we'll get into uh, you know a short recap of the game, the key moments, get into my key takeaways from the game. Also, I keep a couple of takeaways from the series against the Diamondbacks. Uh, we'll get to a few news and notes, um, and then a few notes from around the league, some scores. Uh, from Major League Baseball and National League East specifically. And then we'll preview the four ga- very important four-game set. Now, I know it's only May, but it does feel like an important four-game set against Atlanta because I-, I think they at least need to take a couple of games. 
And if you don't, then you're looking at an even bigger series against the Mets. I mean, uh, then you maybe want to. Say, I don't know. I don't want to. Well, I don't want to get too far ahead. We'll get into everything, um, but we'll preview the series against the Atlanta Atlanta Braves. They're leading uh, the National League East right now with a 30-19 record. Um, and your Phillies uh, finish or, or sit. Excuse me. They sit third in the National League East or fourth. Excuse me. Just behind the New York Mets, 23 and 26. Um, so we'll get to that, um, and that's, and then we'll get to the keys to the Atlanta series as well. Um, so yeah, that's what I have on tap for today. So we'll get to uh, you know quick little recap here, key moments. If you maybe you didn't catch yesterday, on top of the first. So again, this was Ranger Suarez versus Zach Gallen. Um, top of the first, Emmanuel Rivera with a sacrifice ground out. Um, Cattell Marte scores to make it a one nothing ball game. Top of the third. Uh, two-run double from who else? Who else? But Emmanuel Rivera to make it a three-zero ball game for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and then my gosh, later that inning, Evan Longoria looked like the Tampa Bay Rays. Evan Longoria with a two-run missile that almost hit went into the second deck out in left field. That's really hard to do um, to make it a five-nothing ball game uh, for the D-backs. And no runs, no offense yet from the Phillies until the bottom of the sixth when Brandon Marsh hits a, a two-RBI single that scores both Cody Clemens and Alec Bohm to make it a 5-3 um, Arizona lead. And then all the way to the bottom of the ninth, um, Trey Turner. Again, Trey Turner. My God, if you missed the game, you at least had to have seen it on social media or somewhere. Trey Turner with his home run of the season. Finally, I think Elise has as many home runs or has maybe one more home run than he did in the World Baseball Classic uh, to make it a five-all brand-new baseball game in the ninth. In the bottom of the tenth, Alec Bohm, RBI single to win the game with the bases loaded. Hits an opposite field um, fly ball out to right field. Uh, I forget who the right fielder is, but he didn't even. I don't even think he attempted to get it because I mean the, the run was, run was going to score no matter what. It would have been a sack fly. So, but the Phils won the game six five, big comeback win again. It felt bigger than it was. That's what it was to me. It just felt like a big deal. Hopefully it is. Hopefully this isn't for anything. Um, it just felt like if you're going to get swept by the D backs, D backs have been good. Okay, the Dimebacks have been a good team. Like they're twenty nine and twenty one now. Like they're they're a, a good baseball team, better than expected. Um, and maybe there will be like this year's Orioles of the National League from last year, um, just because of you know up and coming talent. You got your Corbin Carrolls, uh, and you know, Gallon's not even a problem. He's definitely not a prospect at this point. But um, you know you got your young pieces in place with like Corbin Carroll and such. So maybe maybe that type of thing with the D backs. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but. Give me those type of vibes. Uh, but maybe the or the Diamondbacks are better than expected, so maybe that doesn't look as bad for, for the Phils. But so, key takeaways from this baseball game. Obviously, we have to talk about Trey Turner. Let's just not get it out of the way. I don't mean it that way because, you know, it's a big home run. It's for Phils fans, like, this is exciting. Hopefully this is a turnaround for the $300 million brand-new shortstop for the Phils. And... That's where I kind of uh, I, I want to be cautious about this because we've been talking about it a lot tonight, you know, even on the air, uh, on the radio airwaves. Like, does this indicate a Trey Turner turnaround? I don't know if one home run does. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Maybe a big home run like that in a pressure pack situation. 
Um, it does, possibly, but I have to see more. Like, there's nothing, again, there's nothing that, if you look at Turner's you know, stat cast numbers, there's nothing in those numbers that automatically in- indicates that Turner is going to, is turning it around. Like, he... Average exit velocity, 42nd percentile. Uh, you know, hard hit percentage, 38th percentile. Um, expected batting average, 33rd percentile. Like the only thing that's like, okay, is uh, out it defensively has been solid. Like, outs above average, 68th percentile. Um, like, sprint speed, okay, 99th percentile. Of course, he's going to be there. Trey Turner's still in his prime. He's still extremely quick. But chase rate, 8th percentile. Whip percentage, 10th percentile. Walk percentage, 20th percentile. I mean, like this isn't like Trey Turner. Okay, he's striking out uh, like an all-time high for him, really, um, with uh, with a tw- almost a 27% you know, K percentage. Like, there's nothing that indicates – I understand it was one home run, or like it felt like a big home run. And maybe it is. Maybe that will indicate a, b- a big turnaround. But – I think he's still figuring it out. He still went one for five in this game. It's not like he went four for five with a game tying bomb and a walk off hit or anything like that. Like no, it was a big home run. You know, got a got a, a nice breaking ball over the middle of the plate and put it where it was supposed to go. So I'm not taking that away from Trey Turner. I'm not necessarily taking that away from him. But what what I am saying though is just because you know one big home run doesn't automatically mean Trey is going to go. You know, on a 30 game hitting streak and a 500 batting average and a 900 on base percentage. Like that, there's nothing from the, 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 the last couple of months that says this is going to happen. The only thing that could, that I think it could possibly happen is because, you know, Trey's still supposed to be one of the best shortstops in the game. I think MLB Network had him as the number one shortstop before the season started. But, you know, uh, Hopefully he turns it around, man. Hopefully this is the start of something, but I just think there are other variables in play that I just kind of lean towards those more to say, I don't know yet. I'm not trusting that yet. Maybe maybe Turner does go on a little hot streak in a, for the next couple of weeks, and then, and, then, and then we're changing our minds. I think we all change our minds uh, to a certain extent. I don't think there would be anyone out there who wouldn't. So just because of who Trey Turner is. So that was my number one key takeaway. Obviously, we had to talk about Turner. Is it a possible turnaround? Maybe. Um, but I, I'm uh, my foot's on the gas pedal. Not there yet. Um, comeback win from this game. Obviously, um, they were down 5 nothing at one point. Um, you get you know a couple of RBIs from Marsh, and, and then boom, and the Turner homer, and then boom, you know caps off the comeback with the, the game-winning RBI. Big, big, big comeback win. You know, anytime you can get a win like this, it does feel good. And that's a, potentially why it does feel like it's bigger than it does, because it's a comeback win. That's that's a part of it. I totally get it. Um, it's a comeback win, especially in this series you needed it, because of losing the first two games like you did where you had – was it was it Tommy Henry? Was that who it was? I know Ryan Nelson was the was the one that was the the first pitcher, or it might have been Tommy Henry. Who, yeah, Nelson in the second game, um, Henry in the first game, and they, they they were both very good. Henry went you know five and two thirds, two earned. Um, Ryan Nelson went six six innings, one earned, even better. Um, and guys who both came into these games with ERAs at least five and above. So. Um, it's a big comeback win again after the first two games were terrible. And then Ranger's still ramping back up. Ranger still doesn't look like Ranger yet, obviously. 
But Ranger's still kind of ramping back up to what he needs to be. And he's, I mean, he missed the last couple of months because of the World Baseball Classic uh, injury. So I totally get it. Like, he's still just ramping back up to, you know, once Ranger, you know, can, continues here, hopefully he looks like the Ranger of old, like the Ranger of the last couple of years with the Phils, where, you know, it kind of was the first couple of years was all over the place between the bullpen and the and in the rotation. But hopefully it's hopefully it just, uh, you know, Ranger is ramping back up to be who Ranger was, you know, before. But, you know, give Ranger – Give Ranger a little bit, you know. I, yes, sooner than later, but the Phils do need do need Ranger. Um, but at the same time, like the guys come back from an injury, so um, Ranger still ramping back up again. Five innings, I think it was five earned. So Ranger still ramping back up. So that was my third and final takeaway from yesterday's game. And then, like, really, I only had like really one big takeaway from the series which is in the inconsistency continues. And I know that's kind of a generality when we look at uh, the series against Arizona. But, like, I look at the last month, it's just like it continues. Like, that's – the Phil's got to find some sort of consistency, obviously winning games. But you started off the month, you know – Getting swept by LA, right? It was it was a three game set or it was a four game. So I'm just double checking. Yeah, it was a three game set to start the to start the 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 month, and that was before the LA series. That was the Astros series where you did take two of three. Um, and then the Red Sox, you, you lose two of three. Blue Jays, though, you you win two straight. Blue Jays are supposed to be a World, World Series contender. Two straight. There was only two game set. And the Rockies, you win two of three. Happy, great. But then the Giants, you get swept by the Giants. The Giants are good, dude. Like the Giants are mediocre baseball team. Let's let's keep it let's keep it a buck. Um, the Phils are a better baseball team. I don't care. Um, and then the Cubs, you do win two of three. You win two of three. First game you lose ten to one, but you win two of three. And then the D-backs, you lose two of three. I mean, and a lot could depend on maybe the Diamondbacks are a better team than we than we think. It's possible, but. The Phils just there. There's just no consistency, and I, I'm I'm like I'm gonna date it back to April. I'm gonna go all the way back to April, like yeah. I mean, like the April. I, I guess that was you know the 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 last couple of weeks in April they were good, but it just seems like the last couple of weeks it's just no consistency. Dodgers, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Rockies, like Giants. Like there's no. It's just up and down. It's just like we're all riding a roller coaster. We're all riding. The the huge red roller coaster Six Flags. I don't even know what it's called. I don't like I don't like amusement parks. This is why I even hate the season right now. I don't like amusement parks. I don't like roller coasters. Okay, I don't like this stuff. So the Phils need to relax. They need to win some baseball games. Um, we're gonna get into the Brave series in a second. It's gonna feel like more of a roller coaster. But you know what? Maybe a roller coaster in this Brave series wouldn't be the worst thing. Maybe it's really the series afterwards that I'm more worried about. Um, but I don't like these roller coasters, man. I don't like this roller coaster ride I'm on right now. I hate roll. I hate real roller coasters. So why would I want to? Why would I want to ride this other roller coaster? Like, don't give me a roller coaster to ride because I don't like roller coasters. Okay, all right, Rob Thompson, all right, Kyle Schwarber, all right, Trey Turner. I get you at the home run yesterday. All right, Ranger Suarez. I know you're still getting ramped back up, but I don't like roller coasters. Okay, so that's my thing. The biggest takeaway from this series is overall from the past month, the inconsistency continues. 
And it doesn't make sense either. I mean, Gallon was the guy. I thought they'd win this game today. I thought I thought that the D-backs maybe win this game today. It feels take the, the first two because you're facing Tommy Henry uh, and Ryan Nelson, who are guys that aren't very good. They're not supposed to be very good, but the Phil's made them look a lot better. Inconsistency continues. So that was my big takeaway from the D-back series overall, just the inconsistency. Just doesn't stop. The roller coaster. Um, news and notes. So uh, this was obviously, we, we all know this from yesterday, but just going to reiterate it. Uh, Marsh, Brandon Marsh, did have right shoulder inflammation, uh, but he returned yesterday in the lineup, hitting eighth. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, it was good to see him back out there. I mean, I, I know he hasn't hasn't been great as of late. You know, coming off his hot start the first month of April, where he was just one of the best hitters in baseball. I don't think a lot of us saw that coming. So Brandon Marsh, oh for two yesterday with a couple of strikeouts. Um, he did. I believe that was the uh, no, that was the day before. Excuse me, um, or that was the first game. Um, Marsh, he wasn't the starting lineup. Yeah, one, one, two, four, right? Because he had a couple of RBIs. I'm sorry, um, two. Two for four, two RBIs with one strikeout. Um, good to see him have a good game coming off uh, the little shoulder inflammation there. So that was your your one news and note. Don't really have anything else. Um, we'll you know see what's happening with Jose Alvarado as the week goes on. Hopefully he can get back to the pen soon. Um, and that's really all I have for you right now, news and notes. Around the league, um, just a few notes before we get to scores and you know around the NL East. Mike Trout passes Joe DiMaggio. Home run number 362. Uh, Trout just, he's a lock for Cooperstown. Um, but another milestone there for Mike Trout passing Joe DiMaggio with home, home run number 362. Yoan Duran from the, I, I forget, is that how you say his name? I want to make sure I don't get it wrong. I'm sorry. I want to make sure I don't get it wrong. I don't like doing that stuff. Let's let's check real quick. But was it Joan Duran? It's, yeah, it's Yoan Duran. Okay, I'm sorry. Just want to double check. Uh, Yoan Duran, fastest pitch of the season. It was, you want to round up? It was 104.6, but it was 105 you want to round up. A nasty fastball to Wilmer Flores. I think it was, did, did he get him to swing? I think he got him to swing and miss. Um, I'm going to double check. I'm watching it right now. It was nasty. Up and in. My gosh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Yoan Duran is su- super nasty. That fastball is disgusting. His, his splitter slash sinker, whatever it is, I, I think Rob Freeman on Twitter calls it the splinker. Nasty. Fastest pitch of the season, 105 miles per hour. Uh, let's check on some of these scores from yesterday. Uh, Pirates lost to the Rangers 3-2. to um, The Giants uh, in that game that Duran threw that pitch lost 7-1 to to the Twins. White Sox beat the Guardians 6-0. Brewers beat the Astros 4-0. Reds over the Cards ten to three, Tampa Bay over Toronto seven to three, Yankees lose to Baltimore nine to six, KC the Royals lose four to six to four to Detroit, uh, Boston loses to LA the Angels seven to three, and Oakland loses six to one to Seattle, um, and then around the NL East. Uh, let's get to Nats beat San Diego five to three. Dodgers lose to the Braves four to three. Mets lose to Chicago four to two, and Miami all over Colorado ten to two. So that's around the NL East as well. So let's just let's let's preview the next game or, or the next game and the series. Big series. This is the first Phils are playing the uh, Atlanta Braves, and. Braves are really good. We all know this. Okay, they are coming off 
Um, you know, series loss to the Dodgers, losing four to three last night against LA. But Braves are a great baseball team. They're thirty and nineteen. They're one of the best teams in baseball for a reason. Ronald Acuna Jr. having like an all-time pace, legendary season uh, for Atlanta so far. As a baseball fan, great to see um, him back healthy doing his thing. But as a Phillies fan, maybe we don't want him to do that uh, this series against your Fightins. Um, just a couple of uh, the pitching uh, matchups for for the four-game set. You're going to have uh, Aaron Nola on the mound coming off his outing against the Cubs, where he had a good outing. Seven innings, two earned, 10 Ks against Dylan Dodd uh, for the for the Braves. Taiwan Walker versus Jared Schuster. Um, Walker coming off a good outing as well. Uh, Charlie Morton versus Zach Wheeler on Saturday. A little rubber match there. And then Dylan Covey again. Oh, I wonder if they're going to open with Strom or Brogdon or whoever um, against Spencer Strider. We know what the Phils did Spencer Strider last time we saw him, so hopefully they can replicate that. Um, the keys to the series for me, you gotta, and this was kind of the same thing against uh, Arizona. You gotta beat the guys with the. I know the offense hasn't been great and it's been consistent. And that's part of the problem, but you you've got to win these games against Schuster, Jared Schuster, and Dylan Dodd. These are these are guys that don't have a lot of experience, um, and don't have great numbers in the majors so far uh, for the Braves. You gotta win these games. Like Turner and Schwarber gotta turn it up, and let's get kind of my other key for this game is Turner and Schwarber need to take the lead for the offense. But you're facing guys like Dylan Dodd and Jared Schuster. Those games you have to win, and I thought felt like you had to win against Tommy Henry and Ryan Nelson. They didn't win those games. Hopefully, they can do the opposite this game uh, against Atlanta because you have to win those games. You have to, okay? Because I want to at least split the series, the very minimum. Bare minimum, you have to split the series to get back on track for sure. You have to split the series against those two um, because, look, the Mets are, have been a better baseball team as of late. They're five and two in their last seven games because if at least you split this series, um, maybe you give Wheeler a chance against Morton and um, you know they need Dylan Cove or Spencer Strider, but Strider's regular season number against the Phils are really good, so I don't know how much uh, I'm excited to face Spencer Strider. You got to split the series in a minimum. Turner again, my other key: Turner and Schwarber need to take the lead for this offense. Turner needs to turn that home run into a momentum shift for him and his production this season as a baseball player, as a shortstop, as a hitter. Kyle Schwarber get that average up off one seventy. Uh, really start slugging the baseball and start getting on base more. That's what's really important. Okay, really get on base more. If he can get that on base percentage up to like over three fifty, walk more. Keep hitting the homers. I know that's a modern-day game, but, like, that's what we want for Kyle Schwarber. You know, that's what we want. So, Schwarber, Turner, take the lead for this offense. And then last one, hopefully you take those two against Dodd and Schuster. And maybe you could take a third game in the series, win the series. Maybe you get to Strider like you did last year in the NLCS. Maybe you feed off the energy from last year. You see him. You say, oh, this is what we did last last year. I know this, this time it'll be in Atlanta, but... Hopefully you feed off energy from last year when you see him. Um, or you just have a – Wheeler has a monster start, one of the best starts of the series for him, and you ride Wheeler. Um, even though don't have to put up a couple of – even a lot of runs, maybe just uh, a couple of runs just to give Wheeler some support. It maybe gives you seven to nine innings of just nasty vintage Zach Wheeler. That's what I'm looking for, man. Those are the keys to the series. At least get a split. At least. If not, man, you maybe you can you know, start with a split and then either you get the strider 
or you ride Wheeler. Or you do both, then you get the four-game sweep. And now we're all going to be talking about how they're back uh, on the road to the World Series. And we know how it goes here in Philadelphia. So those are my keys to the series. Phil's big homer from Trey Turner. Hopefully it gets, back, gets him back on track and the Phil's in general. So that's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. Stay tuned tomorrow for another episode of Phillies Today. Have a great rest of your week, guys. Go Phil's. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 